Welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Before we get started today, I just ask everyone if you're enjoying any of these stories to remember to like them or comment or whatever you can do on whatever platform you're on. This is episode 10, The Dino Riders. And if you remember from last night, you were on the dinosaur planet after meeting a group of cave people who were about to be destroyed by the dinosaurs. You wake up in the morning, stretch, and get out of bed. Again, there's breakfast waiting for you on the kitchen table. You go and eat it. It's only then that you remember you're on the dinosaur planet. You look around and you remember that you were sleeping in a little pod with a living room, a kitchen, a playroom, and a bedroom. When you look out the window, you see forests, trees, and dinosaurs. You go out your front door and you see the little village that was created by the robots around the portal. There's a bunch of sleeping cabins, some common buildings, pretty much everything you can imagine. And the whole thing was surrounded by a big energy fence to keep out the dinosaurs. You remember the cave people you met the day before. Spaceship, you say. Yes, says the spaceship flying over towards you, still in its tiny little size. I have an idea, but I'm going to need some help. What is your idea? asks the spaceship. I'm going to go get all of my friends that I can think of in my class and bring them back here to the dinosaur planet and I'm going to get them to help me capture some dinosaurs. Oh, says the spaceship, that sounds fun. Why are you catching the dinosaurs? asks the spaceship. Because I met a group of people that I think could use some dinosaurs. Oh, says the spaceship, the cave people? Good idea. I should warn you about interfering in the lives of alien species that are not as developed as yourself, but I'm not going to. Oh, well, that's lucky. Okay, well, you print up some collars, and I'm going to go back through the portal and get my friends. That is a great idea. May I suggest you take these? Spaceship hands you a huge pile of watches. Watches? Hey, these are just like my watch. Do these turn into spacesuits just like mine? Yes, I thought you could give them to your friends so they could fly and be protected, says the spaceship. That's a great idea. All right, and that reminds me that 
I can just put my spacesuit on and fly to my friends' houses. That'll make it quicker while you're here printing the collars. Yes, have fun, says the spaceship. You press your watch and slowly a suit transforms out of it around your arm and your body and your legs. You think about flying and you gently float up into the air. You fly through the portal and arrive in your shed. You open the door and walk outside. You fly high up in the air, high above all the buildings and trees, high above your house and all of the places that surround it. One by one, you fly to your friends' houses. You give them a watch and you watch as each one presses the button on it and a spacesuit folds out to cover their whole body. You teach them how to fly and together you go to your next friend's house. You decide who it is. You do the same thing with the next friend and you do this again and again until you've gathered enough friends to help you collect some dinosaurs. You and your friends fly back to your house, high up above the town or city where you live. You see the ground below, and you gently come in for a landing. You open the door to the shed, press the button, and the portal activates, glowing bright blue. You jump through the portal to the other side. You show your friends the new base camp you've made, and you give each of them their own pod. You show them the collars and how to use them by demonstrating and putting it on a raptor-like dinosaur. The raptor-like dinosaur becomes nice and allows you to climb on top of it and ride it. May I interrupt, says the spaceship. Uh, what is it, spaceship? I have created dinosaur saddles, says the spaceship. Dinosaur saddles? That sounds cool. Yes, it is cool, says the spaceship. Here, the spaceship hands you a handful of what look like little tiny blocks. Each one turns into a saddle. When you need them, just throw them in the air and they will fold out, says the spaceship. Okay, well guys, let's split up. Everyone take a collar and a saddle. You hand each of them a collar and a saddle and then you fly high up into the air using your spacesuit and start searching the area for the perfect dinosaur. You come across a blue raptor covered in scales and feathers. I think this is the one you say to spaceship. Good idea, 
says the spaceship. It looks perfect. Yeah, thanks, spaceship. Now, you sneak around from that side and distract it. If you can scare it, it'll probably jump up into the air and I can jump out from behind and put the collar on it. Sounds good, says the spaceship. The spaceship flies around to the other side. Suddenly, it turns into a robot and jumps up and says, Boogity, boogity, boo, while shaking its arms up in the air. The dinosaur just looks at it, tilting its head slightly to the side, wondering what this strange creature is. You tiptoe up from behind the dinosaur, trying to be as quiet as you can, while the dinosaur just looks strangely at the robot. As soon as you get close enough, you jump up in the air onto the dinosaur's back and close the collar around its neck. The dinosaur shoots its head up straight and says, Oh, well, that's a great relief. You speak too? Well, of course I do, us dinosaurs. We are just very angry most of the time, but this collar suddenly makes me feel very chatty. Very chatty indeed, says the dinosaur. Uh, why do you have an accent? How am I supposed to know? You're the one who put this collar on me. Okay, um, what kind of accent is that? Well, I don't know the answer to that either. It's probably an accent that's going to change a great deal the more I talk. Oh, okay, well... Anyways, let's get on with things. The dinosaur turns around to look at you. Well, what do you want to do? I think I'm going to take you to a group of people you'll like very much. It's a group of cavemen who are just trying to survive, and they could use some help. Well, that sounds like a jolly good time, says the dinosaur. Come on, jump on. You remember that you have the saddle. You throw the cube up into the air and it transforms into a saddle. You pick up the saddle, put it on the back of the dinosaur, it clips itself around the dinosaur, and little stirrups pop out for you to stand on. You jump on top and give the dinosaur a little kick. Hey, that's not very nice, says the dinosaur. Oh, sorry, um, well, let's go that way. Without hesitation, the dinosaur turns in the direction you're asking it to and starts to run. You run all the way back to your camp, and when you get there, you're greeted by all of your friends. Each one of them has a brand new dinosaur of a slightly different color. All of them are raptors. Follow me, you say to your friends. Your friends follow you through the forest back to the place where the cave people live. When you get to the gate, one of the guards goes inside to tell somebody you're there. 
and out of the village walks the village leader along with a bunch of soldiers or guards, each one holding a large spear. I've brought you a gift, you say. Dinosaurs! That's amazing, says the leader of the camp. Spaceship translating for you, of course. Because as you may recall, he really sounds like... But we'll skip that part today. We brought these dinosaurs because you told me you were in danger. I thought that the dinosaurs would be able to help. If we teach you to be dino riders, you'll be able to protect yourselves from the other dinosaurs. You and your friends spend the day teaching the cave people to be dino riders. Eventually, 10 of them each have a dinosaur and are getting pretty good at riding it around. That's when you hear a huge growl. <sighs> then two huge Tyrannosauruses jump out in front of the cave. They start growling and chomping their teeth together. Most of the cave people run to hide inside the cave, but the ten dinosaur riders turn to face the Tyrannosaurus. Each of them crouches down, holds out their spear, and then starts running towards the Tyrannosaurus. Before long, the two Tyrannosauruses are surrounded by cave people on dinosaurs. The cave people use a rope to wrap around the Tyrannosaurus's legs. You watch as around each dinosaur, one cave person takes one end of the rope and the other takes the other end. They run in opposite directions, winding up the legs of the dinosaur. This is ingenious, you say. Before long, the dinosaur's legs have been pulled straight together and the two Tyrannosauruses fall over on their sides. Before long, they're able to break free and jump back up in the air. Both of them roar loudly, but they look around at the dinosaurs, and you can see in their eyes that you know they've been defeated. They both turn and walk away. The cave people cheer, and they run back and lift you up in the air, bouncing you around on their shoulders as they yell and dance and celebrate. This is the beginning of a new era, the leader says. Thank you very much. You are welcome in our village anytime. You and your friends each press the button on their watches, and once they're covered in their spacesuits, jump up into the air, flying high into the sky. It's starting to get dark out, so you can't see very much, 
but once you're up high enough in the distance you can see the energy fence that surrounds your camp. You lead your friends back towards it and land in the center. Each of your friends is very tired. You say goodnight to all of them and each of you heads to their own cabin. When you get to yours, you press the button to take your spacesuit off and you immediately climb into bed. Your eyes feel very heavy after such a long day. You get comfortable in the covers. You notice if there's anywhere you're holding any tension and with each breath you let a little more of the tension go, allowing yourself to sink down into the mattress and allowing yourself to drift off to dreams.